700,000 followers. Fortnite. I wish people could see your face while they're doing this. Like, you if you, you got to check out the YouTube to, video. <laughs> but we're going to have the things on here too, guys. And by the way, Ninjas was also um, oh. Fortnite as well. Oh, I have Now, I don't know if Justin's crying because of how funny this is <laughs> or because he's really sad. <laughs> He's really sad to see these people go. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the first one. The former. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Game Wild, episode 25. Oh Goodbye, Mixer. Goodbye, Mixer. <laughs> this is going to be a hell of well. an episode. <laughs> or not. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyways, guys, yes. So um, we're going to jump right in. There is going to be no question of the week. Um, we are still going to have Rough House deals, and we are still going to have the um, game releases because we did skip over those last week because we had an amazing interview. Yes. And we want to just go out one more time and make a thank you for that interview. It couldn't have been possible without Jarnod. <laughs> Otherwise known as, or, or, or shit, how do we pronounce this name? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's Jar jardon Jar jardon okay so it's jardon not jordan lightheart. not jordan no, it's jardon lightheart because he's german yep. i remember that okay right, exactly Whew. and um if you guys don't for if you guys don't remember or haven't heard the, the interview please listen to it it's about a brand new game that they're working on called orb rivals which is a three-on-three -three sports game that should mm -hmm. rival the likes of a um Oh my gosh! What's the name of that game? Rocket again? League. Rocket League. Rocket that, wait, wait! Oh, I just, man. I just realized something too. We still screwed it up. It's not that. It's Jordan. Jordan. It's Jordan. Because <laughs> Jarnod is his, is his Discord. Name. That's his. Now we're mixing up his Discord tag. With, we're mixing with it together. Jordan. It's Jordan. Jordan. Everybody, Jordan. give us a break. All right. It's spelled yeah. Jordan. All right, and it's just yeah. really weird pronunciation. Okay. But he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> he's he's cool. So awesome time thank with him. you. Yeah. Thank you again. And guys, um, through our hard works and efforts at PAX, we were able to get him on. Mm -hmm. And I would like to let everyone know that we are currently working on a second company uh, to come on board to take a look and listen um, to our podcast, but also interview them about their new game that's coming out. Mm -hmm. um, so more to come on that, guys. We do have the name and everything, but I don't want to release it yet because it's a surprise. I speak to them. <laughs> but I think a lot of people who enjoy wrestling games oh, yeah. may, may enjoy this <laughs> hint, one. Hint, hint, so. wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yep. So that's going to be exciting. But for now, we have all this news about Mixer shutting down on July 22nd. Um, when this system first came out, or this platform, I should say, first came mm -hmm. out, what were your thoughts? Because I had some pretty <laughs> strong thoughts about what Mixer was what Mixer was when it first appeared on the scene to, to oh, kind of rival God. Twitch. And since you've been like really hardcore into the streaming stuff and everything, I wanted to get your take first on so what was your first impressions of Mixer when you saw it? Because I remember mine, and I bet you dollars to donuts, mine is vastly different than yours. It might be. I don't know. We'll see. So my very first impression, because really – when I all right, let's go. Let's go back even a step further. When I very first heard about Mixer before Ninja signed with them, because there's a very big difference between yeah. before and after Ninja signed. Oh, um, this is all. This is yeah. all pre. We're gonna make big time contracts yeah, yeah, for yeah. streamers. This was like yeah. when Mixer was. I heard of Mixer in its inception before it was mm -hmm. technically a, like a big Microsoft product. I yeah. believe it didn't start off as a Microsoft product and then it became a Microsoft product, but I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look into the history of that. But all I can say is my first thought was, okay, this isn't, it's not a bad thing to have more competition for Twitch just because it means that the video game market as a whole is growing. But I was just like, why would anybody switch from Twitch? I mean, that was, that was my first thought was, there's already such a big consumer base on Twitch and such a big audience on Twitch. It's like, what was the reasoning to actually go to Mixer? And Mixer never, I think throughout this whole thing, never really gave anybody that one solid reason to like, okay, this is the platform you need to be on because of X. 
and it just never happened. Yeah. So what's yours? For me, for me, it was gimmick. Okay. Oh, you I thought gimmick? Was, okay. All right. I felt like there was a lot of gimmicks. Um, you know, they were doing a lot more interview streaming. Like they were really hardcore into the E3s and stuff. Not that Twitch wasn't, mm -hmm. but I felt like Mixer was pushing it a little bit stronger in regards to the channels they had available to stream different things. Where Twitch kind of still felt like it was still in its niche which was we're going to be streaming video gamers and that's our thing and mixer was and maybe it was because it was a microsoft product and they had the the money behind it not that twitch didn't at the time um because it's still tough to remember if twitch was an amazon product when mixer came out or mm -hmm. if twitch was purchased once mixer came out you know that no kind no of no, thing, no twitch right? twitch was purchased by amazon it was originally just i know this because my name is justin yeah jtv <clears throat> it was yeah. justin.tv and right. he sold it the guy who made it was name was justin he sold it to yeah. amazon this was far before mixer came out this was yeah. way so, before mixer so mixer being a, a more of a like a, a gimmicky product at the start it looked mm -hmm. like because they were doing a lot more hey this is going to be a platform where you can stream video games but we're also going to stream video game news and things like that and they had like weekly things and stuff which i think twitch is doing now anyways mm -hmm. but i think they kind of you know pushed that off and, and to your point i think it was a good thing because it made twitch have to rethink its strategies in some respects mm -hmm. but i still think twitch was right you don't have to pay people big bucks to survive and yeah. Twitch is looking pretty clean coming out of this, if you ask me, because their biggest streamer, which, you know, is Ninja, or was Ninja, I should say, yeah. decided to sign a big contract with Mixer. And guys, Google it. There's tons of crap about what happened in the fallout between Ninja and Twitch mil. when he moved to Mixer. But at the end of the day, Ninja came out pretty clean, too, because he got $30 million, really only had to work for, what, a year and a half because once he's released from the contract he can do whatever he wants and he's getting paid for that contract i don't know if i'm jumping the gun on all this stuff I, uh, my apologies but the the point being here is that twitch didn't have to push out all that money that could have possibly put them in a huge hole mm -hmm. they still have a huge streaming community mm -hmm. including you and i as part of it mm -hmm. and uh mixers going by the wayside to go to facebook gaming or be partnered with facebook gaming and giving yeah, that up twitch is definitely sitting pretty um they did kind of destroy i twitch is still under a lot of fire though is the problem right the way that they handled ninja leaving was crap um shroud still has a good relationship with them so i i have a feeling that shroud will go back um, but I've, and listen, I've worked with Amazon in the past on a, on a business level at, on previous jobs I've been at, and I, I kind of know how they deal with situations. So my, my gut feeling is that the reason why maybe Ninja didn't end that well was because of the way that Ninja had handled it. Like I actually am giving, like, I'm actually giving Amazon and Twitch the benefit of the doubt as far as that's concerned, which I don't usually do because Amazon to me is very much like trying to take over the world. So, but I think that. I, th I still think that Mixer paying the big bucks to get those streamers was insanely good for video games because it it gave it put all that good publicity out there of people taking gaming and esports seriously because they're like oh my god this one dude that literally just you know records himself playing video games all day got this you know ten million dollar contract deal um, which I think is really good now they they're more on the line with like a professional um, athlete you know in the NFL. Yeah, so, I think my yeah, I think my problem with it though is that it failed. Like, yes, was it a good thing to start? But look at what happened because of it, and not necessarily because that was the case. But uh, that's not the reason why. No way, no way, D dude. The reason why is because Mixer sucked. <laughs> Mixer, like they never did a single thing different than Twitch. The they had this cool idea which I, I wanted to bring up too. Hype Zone, which is kind of like NFL Red Zone for video games, which is mm -hmm. great idea. I thought it was awesome. But beyond that, they did jack. They literally did nothing because, and you can you can read a lot of articles on this too. They're like, okay, Ninja, here's your money. Okay, Shroud, here's your money. Okay, King uh, Gathalion, here's your money. All right, we got all these big streamers. All right, that's it. We're we're good. They're just gonna they're just gonna do their thing and pull people in. No, you gotta market. You gotta do things. You gotta get out there. They didn't they didn't help their content creators out, and I think that's why so many people left with a bad taste in their mouth not not to mention they kind of announced that they were closing on a tweet just just saying 
That's that's how they did it. Um, so <laughs> that's a little like that's the new world, brother. Yeah, that's a little messed up if you ask me. But oh um, well, yeah, I get that. I just yeah, I, I don't know, man. I they just didn't do anything. Now I will say. I think that people will look at it like like that sometimes and say, well, you know, it didn't work for Mixer. We're never going to offer big contracts again. Um, and that's really unfortunate. So I really hope that that doesn't happen. But at least for a solid two years, you know, people did look a little bit different towards esports and streaming and contracts as a whole. So hopefully it's a net positive as far as gaming is concerned. I believe it will be in the end, uh, especially if things like that come to light. Mm -hmm. But... Um... That was pretty rough, though, that they are letting them go on their contract. They get all that money, and now they're free agents, baby. Yeah. They can do whatever they like. Oh, that's why I was I, mean, I was listening to someone stream, and he's like, wow, I wish I only had to do my job for eight months and get $10 million and then just leave. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's literally crazy. what happened to Shroud. Shroud, I think, was uh, yeah. on for six to eight months, and then he just gets paid ten mil and then pieces out. So, yeah, and I mean, I don't know, depending on how he invests all that, he might not have to do anything ever again if he really didn't want to. I mean, I think he'll still do it. Well, um, why not play video games for the rest of your life? <laughs> well, I mean, he was doing that anyways. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, that's yep. the whole thing. And, um, you know, I do also have to say, wow, we've jumped right into this conversation without thanking everyone for coming aboard and giving us a five-star review. Oh God, <laughs> we stuff. forgot. So I'm going to do that now. As you can, as you can tell, we're 10 minutes into the podcast, basically. It's okay. And, it's okay. You know, but, but thank you guys for joining us. And we hope that you are enjoying the conversation so far and uh, give us five stars, give us a good review, all that fun stuff. And uh, now back to the show. All right. Oh, well, so, one thing, one thing we didn't address though, with this mixer thing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. They're okay. So the Facebook, so Ninja and Shroud, actually both turned down Facebook because everybody if, if every whoever's listening doesn't know Facebook essentially bought out all the contracts on Mixer and they have this deal where everybody's going to go to Facebook and you know it's a contract they didn't release this publicly but you can kind of tell it's a buyout because Mixer.com will redirect uh, about 30 days from now to Facebook gaming which you don't get a redirect from a Microsoft website to a Facebook website unless some kind of deal was worked out so um, mm -hmm. but Ninja and Shroud very specifically took the money from Mixer and declined to go to Facebook Gaming. So right. that tells me that both of them have no faith in Facebook Gaming. Or maybe they wanted to, you know, wait out for they a just bigger don't deal. Like Mark, or maybe they just don't like Mark Zuckerberg. Or maybe, maybe they just don't like Mark. I don't well, know. Well, okay, but let's – I think it's more of a they don't like Facebook Gaming because reports coming out, uh, and I think Forbes was one of them, stated that there were contracts – issued to those streamers for more yeah, money double. than their original contract. Mm -hmm. So if he was getting paid, let's go to Ninja, for example. Let's say he signed a contract for three years for $30 million, $10 million a year. Mm -hmm. the, the report would be that Facebook Gaming was willing to give him another three-year contract for $60 million. Mm -hmm. So that's $20 million a year, basically doubling his money. Um, there's no official number there, but Forbes made it seem like that the money given to them was, was very good more than just mm -hmm. the original contract so i don't think they have faith volume. in facebook gaming i think that's why so i believe you have faith in something though and what you think might be the next big thing in regards to where they may go especially ninja since there's kind of been bridges Bad. burned on twitch yeah. what, what do you what was your thoughts because you could be breaking news right now without even knowing it <laughs> yeah let's hope um so I think because of Ninja's history with Twitch, um, I think that he and, and him turning Facebook gaming down, he very likely will go to YouTube. Um, I think that that's really smart on his part too. Facebook gaming, and actually I'll, I'll get into the difference between the three in a second, but um, Shroud, I think will go back to Twitch because he had a pretty good relationship with Twitch. There was no bad blood or anything like that. Now, there is a small chance that they go to Facebook gaming still, and maybe they were just holding out for like a bigger contract deal. Um, so that might be, but I highly doubt it. And here's why. I think that these three, I think will be around for a while. YouTube, Facebook gaming, and Twitch as like gaming streaming platforms. Um, I think they both have their niche and here's the niches. Twitch is Twitch. Twitch just has the audience, the following, um, they are the gaming website. They have a ceiling that is astronomically high that you, the sky's the limit. You can become famous on Twitch. Um, Facebook gaming 
it's easier to get established, right? Because you have 2000 friends that you grew up with in your childhood already that are willing, that'll probably watch you at some point, but the ceiling is a lot lower. Like you can only get so big on Facebook uh, in comparison to Twitch. YouTube has SEO on their side. YouTube has a ginormous search engine that anybody can be found doing any, like I, like when I started my YouTube channel, I started from zero. But just putting the right search engine optimization in the videos makes you discoverable. Twitch has zero discoverability. Twitch, you, right. you, you, if you have zero viewers, you are 5,000 pages down at the bottom, especially if you're playing Fortnite or a big game. Oh, sure. So, oh, yeah, forget about it. So that's where all of them fit into their niche market, right? And um, so I, I do think that YouTube has a similar high ceiling as uh, Twitch. Mm -hmm. Plus, Ninja already has an established YouTube channel with millions of followers. And, right, uh, so he could jump right in. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then Shroud... You know, Shroud can honestly go anywhere, but I think Shroud will go to Twitch because yeah. it does have a higher ceiling, um, and he already has, like I said, no bad blood or anything like that. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's got to happen soon too. I, I'm yeah, curious. July twenty second. July twenty second is when it permanently when shuts down. Oh, yep. so that might be when um, they actually announce like where they're going to go too, because they haven't said anything yet. Like yeah, Ninja I, and I, I'm sure they're working it out. Think about it. I mean, they have basically mm -hmm. what twenty something days now. Yeah. Um, to mm -hmm. be able to to get something done, less twenty days, so about two and a half weeks, I think. So, do um, we want to do we want to do this in memoriam? Quick, we're gonna go through some of the some of the top streamers. So, so guys, uh, we we decided that it was time to do because you know when you watch play when you watch like tv shows and stuff uh, not <laughs> necessarily but like award shows and things mm -hmm. they have an in memoriam for all those who have gone by and passed away well granted they're not dead but they're dead to mixer right? <laughs> so we've decided to go through some of the top players that were i don't know if all of them are exclusive to mixer mm -hmm. um but the majority were and so we're just gonna go through real quick and uh announce the name and how many followers they had on mixer so i feel like we should have the I'm titanic gonna, music playing in the background we're gonna have we're gonna have some royalty free music playing in the background for this and then um we're gonna do some post-production where you're gonna see their uh, avatars or whatever they had on Mixer. Um, but you know what's funny? I actually am going to play the music in my background so I can hear it as I'm um, as I'm announcing who they are. So that way I can kind of sync up with it. So I'm okay. going to play the music yeah. in the background right now. <laughs> well, it just stinks yeah. that we can't actually play Titanic because of, you know, all those copyright strike issues right now going on in the Twitch industry. <laughs> and I'm going to use my announcer voice for all this. So you're going to hear the oh, announcement. Yeah, voice let's get voice. it. Let's okay, get ready? Oh, yeah. In memoriam <laughs> for Mixer, Ninja, 3.2 million followers. Shroud, 1.2 million followers with over 25 million views. Favorite game, Escape from Tarkov. The Greg... <laughs> 800,000 followers favorite game Fortnite ship 700,000 followers Fortnite I wish people could see your face while I'm doing this like you, if you, you gotta you know, check we'll out the YouTube video <laughs> but we're gonna have the things on here too guys and by the way ninjas was also um, oh. Fortnite well, oh, I have man. now. I don't know if Justin's crying because of how funny this is. Or because he's really sad. <laughs> he's really sad to see these people go. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the, the first one, the former. <laughs> Jared, FPS, four hundred and fifty thousand followers. Favorite game, COD. That's Call of Duty. The, if anyone the, doesn't know. Yeah, I was using the fish. <laughs> King Goliathan. Gathalian. Gathalian. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Like Jared or, or Jordan. Or Jordan. Or Jordan. Or Jordan. 4.9 million views. Favorite game? It's not listed. <laughs> oh, God. Finally, this one's personal. The shout out. The CD Johnson. Over 5,000 views. 
440 followers. Favorite game, Destiny 2. Who is now, also, who has now moved to Twitch, if you guys want to check him out. <laughs> he's moved to Twitch. Also, in memoriam, Paladins, an exclusive game, streamed exclusively on Mixer. Well, for esports. <laughs> for esports. We want to thank everyone <laughs> who played games valiantly for Mixer and thought that signing those contracts was a good idea <laughs> and that they would become even more famous. Well, it was for their pockets. On, on Mixer. With probably over $50 million spent on all of these individuals. Oh, wait, more than that. Almost 100 probably. <clears throat> more than that. Remember, kids, if your parents say video games are stupid, just show them this and say, Hey, Mom, these people played video games and made millions of dollars. Yep. And now they don't even have to work anymore. <laughs> and they still got all their money. <laughs> seems, seems like a we good deal you. to me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. We thank you all. And... In Godspeed. <laughs> All right. So now that. All right, guys. That was our in memoriam <laughs> section. I do just want to give um, one shout out in memoriam to, again, the hype zone because I do hope the hype zone. that uh, Twitch adopts that idea specifically because I do think it was a great idea. Essentially, for, for you guys who don't know, uh, I said NFL Red Zone, but if you don't know what that is, essentially they have an algorithm Greatest that detects. Greatest thing ever made. Yeah. They have an algorithm that detects kind of where the the action is at that time so if there's a minute left in a round and it's a close game or you know somebody's on a triple kill or something it it'll swing over to that game and that streamer regardless of how many viewers they have right so this is yep. another way i said twitch had no discoverability this is another way for smaller streamers to get noticed if to you're really discovered. good at the game so um right. i i love that idea i think it's great so i, I hope that amazon invests in that um something like that for twitch so and guys, I, uh, we hope you enjoyed the in memoriam section. Um, <laughs> you know, we plan on trying to do a little bit more comedy stuff here and there as we go along, trying to mix it up. Mm -hmm. And I hope you guys enjoyed it and laughed as hard as Justin did. <laughs> Dude, that um, was that was great <laughs> during that. And I have different voices that we can do. That was my announcer voice, <clears throat> basically, and it seemed like it, it did did its job. It was impactful. Oh, it was good. It was very impactful. Least, I felt that in my deepest Justin. core. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna, um, <laughs> I'm gonna announce Justin's games. Oh hell yeah! He's playing now. I'm gonna. Be or you gotta, that. you can use that as your caster and voice when we start casting Justin, on rivals. <laughs> Justin played the Zen card. It's good. Um, something I want. He to strikes play. gold. No, okay. <laughs> okay. Go 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 go. <laughs> we well, hey, listen, we might be streaming our rivals and be the announcers Casting. for that. So I gotta yeah. kind of get that that like screaming like mm -hmm. excited voice going like that but anyways uh you were saying i'm sorry i've been interrupting no you. it's I'm it's cool spot. I'm there's one thing now. i'm sorry there's one thing i wanted to touch on before we switch over to you know god knows there's plenty of stories right the now. next episode yeah 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 um we have th there's something interesting too is that and i think that the industry might shift towards this for a little bit and that is instead of paying big i mean they're still going to pay big streamers contracts right like ninja will find a contract mm -hmm. somewhere but I think yeah. it might shift more towards the exclusivity of games themselves. So for those who don't know, I know we mentioned Paladins on Mixer. Mm -hmm. Paladins is, it's decently popular, but not nearly as popular as stuff like Rocket League, like League of Legends, you know, stuff like Hearthstone, stuff like that. Legends and, of Runeterra. Le, well, I, yeah, I hope Legends of Runeterra is more popular. I actually don't know. So um, Call of Duty, uh, their esports are exclusive to YouTube right now. They signed that a little while ago. And... I, I really do think that stuff like that will begin happening more often. You know, something like League of Legends, uh, I want to say is exclusive to Twitch. I'm pretty sure. But then they have the VODs up on YouTube. Yep. So I don't know what That's kind right. of deal they worked out. But Well, it might be live. It might be live. It's live on is, Twitch. Is yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. But it's uh, – and, you know, going back um... – just so you know, the, what we're speaking to is uh, tournaments and esports. Obviously, if you're a streamer and you want to stream Call of Duty, you can stream it wherever yeah. you want. Mm -hmm. It's just they um, have the licensing to do the actual paid tournaments. And that's where a lot of the viewership like comes so, from, right? I mean, there's a yes. huge audience. So I think that's something I think uh, streaming platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch are going to start looking more into as opposed to just going the, hey, let's pay Ninja a crap ton of money to stream. You know, yeah, sure, Ninja pulls in 20,000 viewers every time, but being in the in or in the know with League of Legends or Call of Duty or some big esports platform, I think uh, might actually 
might be might be the better route to go. So we'll see what happens with that. Mm. But oh my god! All right. So we got we got peeps being banned. We got peeps being sued. We got all sorts of just stuff happening in the Twitch world this past week. Um, and you actually sent me this article in uh, in a text. What was it yesterday? Yep. And I think this just dropped yesterday, actually. So this is very much recent. Doctor disrespect, otherwise otherwise known as Guy Beam, or Be- I'm pretty sure he pronounced Beam, um, has been banned again permanently. It sounds like um, that's the rumor. Um, I'm hesitant to really say if he's banned permanently like i honestly have no idea at this point um well here we go uh from a uh twitch statement um as in our process we take appropriate action when we have evidence that a streamer has acted in violation of our community guidelines or terms of service these apply to all streamers regardless of status or prominence in the community this was their statement released on june 26th at 4 45 p.m yeah, and it's very that, vague, but it's an official statement. Obviously, we know it's official because it's extremely vague and gives us no real <laughs> idea of what's going to happen. Outside the fact that he's probably been at the very least suspended, pending investigation. From the sounds of it. Yeah, and right. honestly, so you kind of nailed it with the whole. You know, we know it's official because of how vague it is. <laughs> it's so yeah. like, I, I agree a hundred percent. It's kind of unfortunate that they have to play that card like that. I mean, it it might be honestly. I saw some other stuff. I don't know, you know, if, if you're aware, but there's been a lot of uh, sl- um, people complaining to Twitch recently about sexual misconduct, and mm-hmm. that's also yep. going to segue into this other uh, lawsuit that we're going to talk about in a second. But now they're investigating all of the, these cases of sexual misconduct, and because of how they phrased that very vague statement into, you know, as to why he got banned. And yep. uh, there was also a source that said it was not copyright related because there's a lot of bans mm-hmm. happening due to the the strikes. Right. Um, yep. Due to that info, and again, we don't know if this is true. Like, I don't know if it's definitely not a copyright strike or not. But from what the the lurkings of the internet have shown thus far, it's not. Uh, that leads me to believe it may be something sexual misconduct related. And if that's the case, that does lead me to believe he's permanently banned. If right. it's and. Uh- or go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, okay. So I'm looking through this article that just got released two hours ago from Forbes. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Disrespect's past troubles are well known. He stepped away from streaming for a while when it was publicly revealed that he's that he cheated on his wife, who he is still with, and his voice thanks for her support in this most recent situation. Then he was temporarily banned for the public bathroom incident that happened last year mm-hmm. at E3. Um and yet the past weeks, we did not hear any claims made about him publicly, though this isn't to say that something didn't happen privately. But what's been unfolding is clearly serious. While Twitch is not confirming confirming the permanent ban, they have made moves that show that he is probably in some trouble. They have issued refunds to Dr. Disrespect's Champions Club subscribers. So I've never seen, uh, nor has Forbes here says, they've never seen when outside of Ninja and Shroud leaving for Mixer that they would... Um, give people back money for things like giving back subscription money. So, mm-hmm. um, you know this this does imply that this could be a very long term, if not a perma ban. Um, yeah, I, I do think that, and it, it actually says I'm reading another article. It says in 2018 he was criticized for performing racist caricatures while streaming. So just from his history too with the bathroom and, and all that stuff. Um, although you know if if you're to look at the each situation completely objectively in their own individual rights no one thing that he's done looks like incredibly ridiculously bad even the bathroom incident wasn't like he wasn't like voyeuring somebody or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't like that bad but um because of all those previous incidents it leads me to believe it's some sort of misconduct driven thing whether it's sexual misconduct or just something on his on his stream that he said you know maybe something on the side of racism because you got to understand Guy Beam is the actual person behind Dr. Disrespect. So if you guys look at his YouTube channel, he has some info on this. Dr. Disrespect is not Guy Beam's actual personality, right? Like he's acting. He's very much acting on stream. So mm-hmm. 
Now, granted, you could still, that doesn't mean you don't hold the actual person behind the, the character, you know, character. responsible. Yeah, but he also has, like, I mean, that's a wig and... Yeah, that's a wig, stuff. that's like, a fake not even, not even, yeah. yeah, right, it's like, he's not, mm -hmm. that's not, like, really him, but I uh, I just sent you the, the new article in our Discord as well, and I want you to put it up for our uh, listeners on mm -hmm. the... Um, you know, on the podcast and on YouTube because it's an interesting read and somebody actually tweeted the last 30 seconds of his stream and the person says, dude, I'm genuinely worried after seeing this. So um, I can only imagine what his last 30 seconds looked like with the guy saying that, but it's actually uh, built into the Forbes article that we're going to post here so you guys can watch it mm -hmm. as well. But there have also been other people tweeting um, – that they know what happened and that he may be stepping away like he's not coming back at all like he's not just twitch but like it, you would think maybe facebook gaming or youtube might take a shot at this guy um it sounds extremely serious and i don't know yeah and this is the other thing i was talking about actually the website that you sent me um this guy rod on twitter you know he's verified on twitter i don't know how you know accurate his info is but he said sources dr disrespect has been permanently banned from twitch and then sources it is not dmca which is the copyright um association so you know i don't know man i, I think that this is in i think that this is interesting as well because i don't think i personally because in business people people do some stuff in business okay to, to get where they need mm -hmm. to go to get things done I do not think it's a coincidence that after Mixer shuts down, Dr. Disrespect is now permanently banned from Twitch if it is a permanent ban. Because what that also does is it opens up opportunities for other large streamers. Because that's mm -hmm. an entire audience that's no longer dedicated to Dr. Disrespect. So you gotta right. think, you know, maybe they're doing that to pull over some of those people from Mixer. I don't know. Yeah, um, but you wanna know, I mean, I he's he's a niche right he's got his own performance art and mm -hmm. everything like that and people probably subscribe to him and watch him because of how he acts and he's pretty uh fairly on the extreme side in some respects uh i guess he's good at some of the games i don't really know i've never watched him he's, he's, he's pretty cup good of tea. yeah he's pretty good he's not really been my cup of tea in regards to watching him um not that I don't mind people like being a caricature of themselves or uh, putting on some type of persona. Mm -hmm. It's just not my deal, quite honestly. And so I've never, I've, I've never really followed him or watched him. I give him credit. I've only he, this out. I mean, he tried. He he's very. Um, you know what he reminds me? And I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna sit here and say that. I, I want to preface this by saying I don't think Doctor Disrespect is a better actor than Heath Ledger. Okay, so let me just <laughs> let me just preface that. Because wow, let's be, hope not. No, no, yeah, he's definitely not. But he gives me that vibe of you know when everybody talked about Heath Ledger killing himself after the whole Batman movie incident of him being the Joker and going crazy and stuff like that, and people were questioning if he went too crazy for the role, and that's what led to his depression and suicide, yada yada yada. You know, that's what that's the type of persona that he gives me the vibe of. Like he is so into that persona that it could potentially screw up his life, and that's why. Like, that's why I mentioned that, you know, I just want everybody to remember that he is not actually Dr. Disrespect. He is acting because I do give him credit. He does do a great job as far as streamers are concerned. Again, I don't think he's better actor than Heath Ledger, but I think as far as streamers are concerned, he is probably one of, if not the best actor on stream and doing what he does. Um, if you see some yeah, of the cuts so. and stuff on YouTube, it just it looks like it just it looks great. I mean, and and then you see him when he's not Doctor Disrespect and he's a completely different person. So, um, yeah, life in, in imitating art in some respects, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's in it, depending on what actually comes out, it could be pretty sad. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it could be really really sad what happened. But to be honest with you, I just went on Twitch and his I channel's don't... gone. Mm -hmm. His channel's gone. Yeah, they've been yeah, doing that. Even... It's almost like with the bigger people now, if serious stuff happens, they take it down. Although I think permanent bans automatically lead to the account getting removed. Um, Ninja, yeah. when, what happened with him, he wasn't permanently banned or anything. He just left Twitch, but they still took it down, which people were like, why did you do that? And then there was that whole, um, if you guys don't know what happened, Ninja left for Mixer. Amazon took his page down um, like completely, so it was gone and deleted everything so it was no longer in existence and then people complained and said why would you do that like what the hell so they put it back up 
and then somebody played porn on it for like a really long time and Amazon actually let it go for a while which is another thing that people complained about because it seemed like it was up for far too long for them not to have caught it earlier and um yeah and then now we are where we are with ninja so um now my my question is so similar to ninja right ninja probably can't go back to twitch or maybe he does maybe we're all wrong and he just goes back to twitch and bygones be bygones and hey everybody's good um, money's money brother yeah Sometimes exactly that's enough like, to break the bread like tfue uh, i don't know if you know who tfue is he's uh no. he owns like an esports organization and stuff he's uh um, yep. but he he always actually fights with ninja he argues with ninja on social media but he had this uh this head-to-head with somebody else in the esports industry i forget the other guy's name and they have a lawsuit currently ongoing but tfue mm-hmm. did the other guy a solid and introduced him to tom brady even though they're in an ongoing lawsuit and that was that guy's like number one hero so i've seen weirder things happen clearly well, i mean he could be working out and saying hey maybe i can get the lawsuit yeah 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 yeah, you know yeah. I mean? maybe maybe he'll just drop it if i interest him in tom brady but so maybe yeah. twitch just says screw it you know ninja you can come back but now my concern is okay dr disrespect he has a history on on twitch he has a history of getting banned he has a history of doing stupid shit are youtube and facebook going to take him if he cannot go back to twitch what do you think do you mean ninja no 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 uh dr disrespect. dr disrespect i think it depends on the allegations of what happens i think it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like once it's released what actually happened and why twitch decided to move on mm-hmm. um that's going to be the biggest thing uh, because even when you know rereading this article and looking through it um there are people who say they know what happened and don't want to comment on it yet because of the sensitivity of the nature of it so if it's something that goes down to like a a me too situation where he did something inappropriate to Mm -hmm. somebody or you know something to that Mm -hmm. effect or you know because we also have to think these people are are pseudo famous now too right so Mm -hmm. you know they could and there's a lot of people who are trying to get into this industry now there's tons Mm -hmm. of people um female and otherwise that are trying to make it big in streaming and you know one of the biggest things that we both know is important in streaming is community right and building a community and having a bunch of people well if you could say to yourself man i could have somebody like a doctor disrespect you know backing me Mm-hmm. That gives me so much cred in the community to be able to build my streaming career. Mm-hmm. And not to say that this is the case in, in anything that I say right now is just pure speculation and is not anything known. I have no idea what happened, but there, it, but based on what I'm reading here, it sounds like he may have done something inappropriate with somebody. And it could be mm-hmm. something to that effect of, hey, do you want to make it big in streaming? I can help you build your community. And mm-hmm. here's here's how that could happen, and mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't know what happened. I'm not saying that's what happened. All I'm saying is that based off of what mm-hmm. I'm reading and based off of past problems he's had, mm-hmm. he may have fell back into that whole hole of, you know, I'm going to be inappropriate, and I'm going to mm-hmm. try to use my clout and power to be that way, which is what's happened Ooh, in the past you use many the word clout gotta love it yeah yeah that's that's clout is that buzzword in this industry especially and everybody you know that's why people join that's why people with zero followers when they start streaming join a an esports team so that they they feel like they have more clout and stuff and that it goes from the bottom all the way up to the top like you just yeah, said but and, i mean it comes down to but it comes mm-hmm. down to community too right you're a perfect yeah. example of that right now okay you're building your you're building your community within legends of runeterra you're streaming tournaments you're starting to build a reputation in the community you're seeing a uptick in followers things of that nature it's because you you're starting to grow in within a community and that's really what it's going to take for you to mm-hmm to build in this place so if someone that's what people should focus on yeah (laughs) but if people could give you but seriously though if people could give you the edge and say hey listen Mm -hmm. i got a ticket to the big time right now Mm -hmm. you could co-stream with me or you could be you could be one of my um you know one of my people that i push all my Mm -hmm. fans over to to stream after i'm done Mm -hmm. and i can give you this exclusive right to 
to be able to be viewed by hundreds of people or hundreds of thousands of people, mm -hmm. you know, some people are going to take that and some people may get caught up in appropriate, inappropriate situations to do that because mm -hmm. they're just trying to make it in an industry. And it's going to be sad that, you know, the video game streaming market could turn into the movies where people are really trying to do this and they're willing to go through some dark places to get to where they want to be. I'm actually glad you said that because, dude, it's I think it's already past that point. I think that, like, if you look at revenue figures, the gaming industry already makes more money than the movie industry. So, right, right there, that just shows you. I mean, that's why, naturally, these people in the gaming industry are becoming famous, like, slowly but surely. It's like, yeah, these people just play video games. Like, what the hell? Why are they famous? But the the industry makes so much freaking money that it's just naturally going to happen because those people are going to make a lot of money and people that make a lot of money are more well-known and more well-known people become famous. So, right. I, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that that is something that might have happened. Again, this is speculation. Yep. But I think we're on the, the right path. So we'll see what happens in the next month or so and see if uh, see if something comes of it. But that's a good segue. Because this is, <laughs> that's, well, this is a very similar light is the other topic that I brought to your attention um, earlier this week was the $25 million lawsuit filed against Twitch. Now, this happened before Dr. Disrespect was banned. So now we got all this stuff all wrapped up in what seems to be a very similar situation. Um, and let me, just so you guys can understand kind of where this, uh, this lawsuit is coming from. I'm going to read a little excerpt of this, um, the actual lawsuit itself, right? Because they do have a picture of the legal paperwork that was filed for this lawsuit. Um, and that's what I want to try to does have some redactions, it looks like, right? Yeah, it's got some stuff blacked out, but... Oh, wait, hold on, is this it? Give me a second. Um, and I would also like to say that it looks like one of the people in the Dr. Disrespect article who says they know what happened is also in one of the tweets in this article as well. So I think we're starting to put the pieces together here, guys. And it just seems like that he's probably one. He's probably going to be one of the people named in this um, well article. So here's the deal, right? And I actually I can't find or are going to be was. named in that thing. But here's the well, issue. there's a tweet. There's a person who tweeted a picture of it. I think that's what you're looking for. Yeah, but that's not. Um, that's a different thing. And that's like a letter from the guy who filed the lawsuit saying that he cares about Twitch, which is which is different. I'm talking about the actual legal paperwork, again. which I, I could find it if I look for it. But basically and a half, what this 30. lawsuit was, was the guy in question, which is named. So if you guys Google this, you can find the guy's name online. Um, but he's filing a $25 million lawsuit against Twitch for, he has he's multiple totally diseases. Too. Okay. Uh, Crohn's disease, OCD. He has, some, uh, you just dropped by the way, you were, you were down for, for 20 seconds. Yeah. You just froze too. What the hell is the issue today? I don't know, but you're totally when did I start freezing? in Caster. I, I marked it 43.30. Yeah, but when, what did you hear? Nothing. After 30, I, last thing was, I, I don't even remember, it was from 43.30 to about 43.50, you were out. You were totally frozen. What was the last thing you heard from me? I don't remember, but that's why I'm saying check 43.30, that's where it was. Fuck this so, fucking thing, man. But anyways, um, all right. it's fine. Alright, so anyways, keep going. So, so for anybody who doesn't know what this lawsuit was it's a 25 million dollar lawsuit filed against twitch by somebody who uh states that he has multiple diseases right so he has crohn's disease is one of them that's a you know a physical thing um he has ocd uh he has some phobias as well and a, a couple other mental disorders i think were listed now what he is saying and and follow me here because this is and this is not word for words so this is kind of my interpretation of it but he is essentially saying and he's filing the lawsuit against 800 plus female Twitch streamers. He is essentially saying that these female Twitch streamers are inappropriately showing, you know, parts of their body and stuff like that. And just being um, sexually provocative, I guess, would be the, the way to put that on stream. And he also has an addiction to sex as one of his mental disorders. And he is trying to say that them streaming the way they are is exacerbating his sexual addiction condition. And making it so that he is just getting worse and worse and worse and wants nothing to do 
but to just stay inside, watch these streamers, and it's just making his mental his mental problems that much more worse. Which is on top of he's saying this is all derived from COVID, having to stay in, so he uses Twitch as a main form of entertainment, yada yada yada. So he listed streamers like Pokimane. Everybody knows Pokimane, um, Alyssa. So all these streamers that like Pokimane in my eyes is a totally perfect streamer. She's great. She doesn't, you know, maybe you could misconstrue something on her stream as inappropriate at one point or another just because she's wearing a low-cut shirt. But, like, <laughs> she doesn't purposely try to do that. She is a great streamer. She's good at a lot of the games that she plays, and she's a great personality. So for him to include people like that in the lawsuit is insane. He's also saying that some of the $25 million he wants to go to charity and to be spread out amongst other Twitch people that have a similar membership as him. Like, as some... I don't know. To me, that's just him saying or doing that to make it seem like he cares um, to get on people's good sides. But it's just insane that this is happening all around the same time that Dr. Disrespect might get permanently banned, Mixer shut down. So what that tells me in linking those two stories together is that possibly, possibly, even though the lawsuit was filed against 800 plus female streamers, because Dr. Disrespect was already on the line, very borderline breaking policies all the time, they were like, okay, before this lawsuit gets worse, before somebody else files another lawsuit, we're going to cut our losses now with Dr. Disrespect. We're going to find something he did recently, say bye-bye, and not have to deal with it. That's my personal opinion. What do you think? Well, you know, this brings me back to my time at HR classes in college. <laughs> and no, and, and the reason I say that is really simple, right? It's just the first things a company has to do to protect themselves is to make good faith things. And mm -hmm. what you do is the accusers or the people that are put in the position of um, being the people who allegedly did this stuff. Mm -hmm there needs to be some type of reprimand or some type of situation, whether it's suspension, stuff like that. And I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to take steps to kind of say, okay, if this is a problem, we need to put you on the back burner until this can be resolved and uh, kind of go from there. So I did actually find the, the little snippet from the actual lawsuit, like legit every line is numbered in the document. Like it's, this is legal documentation. It says, introduction to statements of facts. The plaintiff has been a Twitch Prime and Turbo subscriber for years now, whom also suffers from depression, OCD, panic disorder, agoraphobia. Do you remember what phobia that is, by the way? Agoraphobia? Oh, the agoraphobia is the fear of uh, going outside. Oh, okay. So there we go. That makes sense. Um, and Crohn's disease. And because of these maladies, he heavily relies on the internet for all of his entertainment purposes, as many others do during this difficult time. And due to COVID or due to the COVID-19 pandemic, many people in all caps have to stay home for entertainment and are quarantining themselves, including the particularly vulnerable children. As for the plaintiff, he only leaves his house for inflectra infusions, having to deal with his Crohn's disease. Otherwise, he has he's always on the computer, constantly using and watching Twitch. Mr. Estevio, which is actually the guy's last name, I forget his first name suffers from sex addiction due to his obsessive compulsive disorder that makes him obsessed with sex and compulsions. Twitch has, which that's new. He has OCD, which makes him obsessed with OCD. Did you catch that? <laughs> he's he, due to his obsessive compulsive disorder that makes him obsessed with sex and compulsions. He's obsessed with being obsessed. I don't, I don't know how that works. I'm not a doctor or anything, but that's interesting. Um, Twitch has extremely exacerbated his condition by displaying many sexually suggestive women streamers through Twitch's twisted programming. That's that's word for word, twisted programming and net code making it nearly impossible for the plaintiff to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexual suggestive content. So that's interesting, right? Um, and twisted yeah. content like that 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 makes it sound like it should be in a um, like a horror movie. Like like Twitch Twitch yeah. does not have twisted content like let's be honest i mean yeah are there some girls i'm not gonna lie there are well, some there girls are some out girls. there that will totally be very on the line just like dr disrespect in other respects uh no pun intended and um they're all out there because they want to make it big just like girls on instagram you know they'll they'll take some clothes mm -hmm. off and take pictures to try to get more followers more likes i get that um so maybe we could get rid of some of those on twitch okay but like pokemon 
Pokemon, like what? Have you ever seen Pokemon stream? No. She's like, she dude, she's great. Like she doesn't. What like it just blows my mind. So I swear, if if people like Pokemon and some of the streamers that are legit female streamers get banned because of this or fined or something, I'll be very very disappointed at Twitch and just the community in general. I mean, for somebody to really do something like this just seems so so insane. But twenty five million dollars, folks, for being obsessed with being obsessed. So that's <laughs> and and a lot of other oh, things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Unfortunately, it's sad, but. It's, um, you know, and I hope that that person's okay at the end of the day to mm -hmm. sure some of those things are legitimate and that's part of the reason why they're having yeah. the problems that they're having. And so it's, um, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that he doesn't have those issues. I'm sure he does have OCD. I'm sure he does have Crohn's disease. You know, those are very hard. I had a friend with Crohn's mm -hmm. disease when I was younger and I know it sucks. Um, and agoraphobia, if it is what you're saying, which is fear of going outside, that sucks. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, video games, I will say, 100% would, I imagine, help that, right, in my opinion. Um, you know, it makes you feel at home, makes you be able to socialize and join a community, which, here we go, is like a perfect reason why games are awesome. So definitely not trying to make a yeah. joke of any of the diseases that this this kid has, um, and I do wish the, the best for him in, in regards to that. But I don't know, man. I just think the way he's going about this is not cool. Um, yeah. So the 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 uh, the initial definition of agoraphobia is extreme or irrational fear of entering open or crowded places, mm -hmm. of leaving one's own home, or of being in places from which escape feels difficult or is difficult. So that's basically you know the fear of being leaving your home, basically. But uh, yeah, wow. who knows? And it is what it is. So I mean. I hope I honestly hope that kid somehow feels better and, and is able to get over some of those issues that he has. I hope that video games have helped him with that, but sure. especially but that's what kills me, especially because video games have probably been integral in allowing him to stay sane and stay inside and have friends. He's basically attacking the same thing that's probably helped him so much over the years. And that's what kills me. I, I just, I don't understand that. So, yeah, you know, I think it just comes down to, um, he feels that, you know, that's that they're not taking care of him the way they used to take care of. Um, well, he probably feels trapped maybe. now with Twitch, right? Like I can, I can see a world where having those diseases and disorders would legitimately, you know, give you an addiction to watching these girls streamers. Like I could, I can see yeah. that, and I can picture that. But I don't know, man. I, I just, it just seems it's a tough. little out there. And but so back to my uh, initial point, though, right? Is all of these are happening at the same time? And I really am, am curious as to what order did they truly happen in? Like the dates, like literally the actual dates, because I think that matters a lot. Was the lawsuit filed, and then Doctor Disrespect was banned the next day, and then Mixer closed down the next day? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like these all kind of have to do with each other a little bit. Um, like, I wonder if this is just an idea I'm throwing out there. Maybe Mixer was included with this kid's lawsuit and was one of the reasons contributing to them shutting down. And now because they're shutting down, it's just removed from the lawsuit. I mean, that's just that's that's a really far out there idea. No, nah, you would see the initial lawsuit yeah. would have named everybody, even if probably because yeah. technically they're still in business. So yeah, oh, that, yeah, not, that's a good point. And they so, are Microsoft owned, so yeah. Right. I don't know. I just think that this is a little too much coincidence for all this to happen at the same time. So very curious to see what comes up from all this in the next couple of weeks. All right, guys. Well, you know what. I think it's time for a little positivity. And what's more positive <laughs> than your favorite segment of the week? Rough House Deal. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Soup so, for this uh, week. So what do we got this week? Yeah, so this week we have some stuff coming out on July 2nd, so just before the holidays. So if you want to start your 4th of July off with a bang, you can with these games starting on July 2nd. Conan Exiles and Hugh. The former is an online multiplayer survival game and of course a Conan the Barbarian game that released back in 2018. So the latter is an award-winning puzzle adventure game that debuted back in 2016. So you got a basically an MMO survival game and you got a puzzle game. So these games are going to be downloadable starting July 2nd. They will be available until July 9th and then after that they'll be uh, 
put back to their normal prices. So if you're interested in Conan Exiles or Hue, they're available uh, starting July 2nd, and they'll be there until July 9th. So uh, pick up those games if you if you uh, so feel the need to. So they are on the Epic Game Store. You will need the Epic Game Store launcher. Okay. So all right, I did. I know we've we've had this launcher discussion before. So mm-hmm. I do want to mention one thing that I want to give credit to the Epic Games launcher for. So as, as I know. I, here we go, right? So as much as I give them shit for being an additional launcher, and I still think they should just roll up into Steam, I have gotten, and I don't know if I just disable my Steam notifications. Maybe Steam does this too. I don't know. But I've gotten a lot of notifications as of late for the Epic Game Store having free games available. Does oh, Steam yeah. do that and push notifications to your desktop? No, so not so that I, I'm aware of. Okay, so if Steam does not do that, I give Epic credit because daily I get an alert on my computer to my desktop, so I always see it that says, "Hey, click here, download this for free." I am never gonna complain if something pops up on my desktop, at or otherwise, that gives me a full game for free. So, props to Epic Game Launcher for doing something worthwhile. That I think if you do roll up into Steam, Steam should uh, take that from you and, and definitely try to push out some notifications for the free games so right all right and finally we are back to going over some of the games uh that are coming out now what i actually i wasn't going to do this originally um list of games being released so what i want to do is actually uh go over real quick the games that came out last week that we might have missed uh, because we didn't ask now I'm not gonna go through them all I'm just gonna you know kind of rattle them off real quick so this would have been from the 15th to the 21st the games that did come out so these are games okay. that uh oh god oh no oh god oh wait sorry 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 this is no this is the 22nd to the 28th sorry, my bad my bad so because wow. then then we're gonna do the 29th to the 5th sorry too many dates guys too many dates so we had the uh Innsmouth case on June 23rd for PC SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on June 23rd. Star Wars Episode One Racer PS4 and Switch June 23rd. Ultra Core PS4 and Switch June 23rd. Ninjala, that sounds cool. Switch June 24th. Pokemon Cafe Mix June 24th for Switch. Did you know that they are releasing a MOBA based on Pokemon? Did you see that? I did not. It's oh no, you know, I think I heard something. What's it called again? Do you remember? Oh, God. Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite. League of Legends for Pokemon. Like, come on. Let's be... Like, that has the potential to be really freaking cool. Depends on how it goes. Honestly, it just needs... I mean... They need to do it right, not be gimmicky. So... Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know how you do a MOBA when Pokemon has always been one-on-one battles. Well, yeah. And that's... You know, it'll be difficult. But it's there, though, right? You level up. It's not going to be difficult. It's just a choice of how they're going to let you... Mm -hmm pick your uh, Pokemon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like how League of Legends does it, right? You have a bunch you can choose from to mm-hmm. start and then you can either buy or earn them, mm-hmm. right? Is that how it works? So mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to work, but we'll see. I think it's actually pretty similar of a concept just because Pokemon inherently level. They have skills and abilities that you level up. Like just, and they can evolve. And they can evolve. So like there's things that work with a MOBA. They just have to do it right and not make it too gimmicky. So we'll... We'll see what happens. Um, the Almost Gone for PC Switch, June 25th. Blair Witch for Switch, June 25th. Borderlands 3, Bounty of Blood DLC. PC, PS4, Xbox One, June 25th. Are you picking that up? I'm probably not. Honestly, no. I'm taking... I think I'm just starting to save for... The Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Especially since I think I'm just going to bite the bullet and I'm going to pre-order both. And I'm going to get them both. I'll be doing that. <laughs> so I'll be so, right there with you, man. I actually have signed up on multiple stores to get the notification when they're ready. So oh, okay. that way I can check. Yeah, just just the email that says, hey, just in case I miss it. And it, I'm going to keep my eye out because I'm going to be grabbing them. I don't know what store I'm going to buy them from, mm-hmm. but I have an idea. God, I can't wait till July, too, when Xbox has their thing. Hopefully they'll they'll give us some snippet of a release or uh, of a price. Especially since I feel like I'm going to be dropping 1500 probably to 2000 we don't we don't like to talk about those things <laughs> wait 1500 that's only it should only be about a thousand 
No, because you're going to get games and accessories too, bro. We're not just talking about the <laughs> He's systems. like, dude, we got to buy like a collection of video games with it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just going to look at them and make them, uh, have them look pretty like the PlayStation 5. No, yeah. I'm going to have an extra controller. Depending all right, on good, the point, situation, good point. A couple games, stuff a like that. A controller docked to charge it all. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we don't yep. know how much the systems are actually going to cost yet. So yeah. I'm giving a rough figure of of what it's going to be for yeah. both. I'm thinking five, 500 I think a thousand combined, no matter what, and it's just plus or minus the five hundred for each system. So we'll we'll see. Um, we'll see what goes on. Control the Foundation DLC Xbox One June twenty fifth. Hunting Simulator two PS four Xbox One June twenty fifth. And Mister Driller Drillland PC Switch June twenty fifth. That's so weird. Um, so what do we got next? We have Space Invaders. So this is this week coming up. So from the 29th or sorry, the 28th was also Space Invaders Invincible Collection on the Switch, June 28th. So now we have next week, which is the 29th through the 5th. Jesus, way too many dates. All right. So my birthday actually being on the 30th, uh, The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3, which looks actually pretty cool. I've been buying a lot more Switch games like RPGs lately. Like I just got Trials of Mana because um, it was on sale. It was one of the uh, deals they had for Square Enix. But um, so let's see. I just want to pull this up real quick. Uh, the year 1204 of the Septian calendar, a young man named Reen Schwarzer heads to his first day of Thor's military academy, the most prestigious academy in the er- Erebonian Empire. Together with his new classmates in Class 7, he'll forge unbreakable bonds, face overwhelming odds, and find his place in the world. So this is just straight up kind of anime-looking RPG. Looks very, very good. Um, so I do think that this is a game that I'll probably pick up for the Switch and I'm buying a lot more games for the Switch than I thought I, I would initially. Um, yeah, I I mean like I bought the Pokemon Sword game. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that too. I yeah. was thinking about I was thinking about Splatoon. Ooh, Splatoon's um, well. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Um, so yeah, there's there's games that are on my radar for that system still. But like I said, I think I'm I'm pretty much going to be saving for uh, the the new systems now. I think we're we're in that time period where from July mm-hmm. if we can save a little bit each month. You'll have enough to spend so the wonderful 101 remastered we actually went over this i think two weeks ago it came out right. i believe for steam as download uh, as a downloadable game it is now coming out for pc ps4 and switch as a u.s physical edition um we have biped i almost actually said biped on <laughs> biped um for the switch on july 2nd uh, Biped is a co-op action adventure game with a strong focus on moment-to-moment collaboration between two players. Two little bipedal robots, Aku and Sila, will walk side by side and embark on a fun and bonding journey. You control the robot's two legs using sticks, two sticks. This allows you to perform various moves from simple walking and sliding to more advanced actions like operating machinery or cutting wood. Enjoy the adventure solo or grab a friend or family member and have a blast together in co-op mode communicate and coordinate to conquer challenges together and find out how good a pair you truly are this definitely seems like a different uh type of game all right this one i'm kind of excited for don't know if i'll get it i do have psvr marvel's iron man vr for playstation vr um i without reading this description i'm sure you guys can imagine what the hell this is in marvel's iron man vr the player who suits up as the genius inventor tony stark aka iron man and who the hell does not want to be tony stark or iron man can we just really can we get an f in chat all right (laughs) so confronts ghosts from his past powerful forces who seek to ruin him and everything he stands for by fully embracing the magic of PlayStation VR, players will come face-to-face with iconic allies and supervillains as they jet around the globe on a heroic mission to save not only Stark Industries, but the world itself. Seems like that would be a pretty fun time. That seems like it'd be... Um, you ever go to like Universal and do um, the Fly High thing? The Soaring Over California or whatever? No. You ever? They have this ride where you sit in the chair and it, it tilts you down and you have a giant screen in front of you and, it just, and you have wind blowing in your face and it just it looks like you're hang gliding through california it's freaking amazing nope. i imagine this would feel similar um okay. so that comes out july 3rd uh and then we have uh the eu physical for the wonderful 101 for europe comes out july 3rd and castle nice. kong finally comes out for switch on july 4th on 4th of july and i will tell you this game i just told joe earlier this literally looks like old school Donkey Kong where you have to jump over the barrels as Mario and the monkeys at the top. Like, I'm old, old school um, 
Donkey Kong, had a baby with Burger Time, and this game popped out. And to the point where there's actually a picture of, like, chicken, I think, or pies going through conveyor belts. So um, there's actually food involved with this, too. I don't know. And there's a chef down at the bottom that looks like he's killing chickens, poor chickens. So Yeah, and um, just so you guys know, on Steam right now, it's free to play. Oh, really? Is it? What is it? Is it in, like, beta or something? Or No, it just says free to play. I just I wanted to look it up because uh, for those who don't know, it is definitely because it's coming out on Switch, and people may think that it has something to do with Donkey Kong. Oh, it's just already um, out on Steam. Okay, I gotcha. It's not. Uh, it doesn't look like it's It's not a Nintendo game. No, it's not. So it's not. you're not going to see Donkey Kong in the game, even though it's called Castle Kong. No, and I, I want to imagine that's why they named it like that is to try to because it very much gives you that feel, so people might um, just buy it because of that. So. Also, it's published and developed by a company called Drowning Monkeys, <laughs> so that also could be the yeah Kong. Yeah, I like the uh, I like that company name though. Mm -hmm. um, so that's it. That is today's episode. This week's episode. Wow. Yeah, that's it, uh, guys. Wow, thank you so much for going on this journey. Thank you so much for saying goodbye to Mixer with us, even though they're still around until July 22nd. But we wanted to say goodbye um, in the right way. Goodbye, and I think our memoriam farewell. Really, <laughs> our in-memoriam really touched upon some of the, the people massively affected by this move. Um, so we didn't get to everybody, but those we oh, did get a laundry to. We, list. Hope you, yeah. we hope you have a safe journey to your new streaming world, whether it's Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube live, whatever the case may be, YouTube gaming. I don't know if they call that yet, that year now or not. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for, for coming along. And we will see you next week on Game Wild. Oh, yeah. Have a good week, everybody. Peace out.